trade or stay. With the third pick in the NFL draft, the Arizona Cardinals select. Wolf and Luke look at NFL draft history and decide what the Cardinals should do at number three. All right, so here's the concept. Wolf, we've done this before, so I'm not explaining it to you. I'm just explaining it to the listeners, but I'm going to stare right at you like I'm explaining it to you, like <laughs> like Devin Booker talking to an official, but really talking to Luca. Don't stare at me. Um, all right, I'm don't, just, don't make eye contact. I'm going to stare at the random people Those are walking triggers, by in the news. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know where to look. Well, you know what? Of course, triggering. Um, so here, I'm just going to the way we're going to do this, and then don't use foul language as well. Okay, because if you look at me and you use foul language, I'm going to think you want to go, Luke. That's actually not what Trader Stay is all about. <laughs> if Maloney ever gives is us that a game. What we're doing? Yes. <laughs> if Maloney ever comes to us with a game, it's like, here, okay. I want you to stare Wolf down and use foul language. Yes. It'll be a fun game. My young crunks, I knew that we were playing Trader Stay. Here, here we go again. This is what trade or stay is. Maloney gave us draft capsules and kind of a you know just a breakdown of the third overall pick from three random previous drafts. Okay. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna look at that player and be like, knowing what you know now, yeah, would you have rather just kept the third pick or would you trade it? Because that's yeah. what the Cardinals have coming up here in what about seven weeks. They that's have the why third it's pick called trade or stay. It's really not that complicated of a game. It's simple. It's not stare down and use expletives. That's a different <laughs> game. That's for Friday afternoons. All right. It's a trigger, is it not, my brothers? Okay. You, I, I'm not going to give you the years. You just pick A, B, or C. This is where we're going to start. A, B, or C. Yes. Well, let's start with A, of okay. course. Okay, so A, this was the 2020 draft. All right, so I'm gonna, here, here were the picks. Uh, let's see. The number one pick was Joe Burrow. Pretty Joe good pick. Burrow. Team went quarterback. Uh, number two pick was Chase Young. Chase Young. And then the number three pick of the 2020 draft was... Jeff Okuda, cornerback, Ohio State. Players with Okuda's size and length typically don't possess the same type of flexibility and fluidity that he does. His foot quickness allows him to play press release, but he also has great closing speed to make throwing windows even tighter or allow few yards after the catch. He can improve with his balance at the top of routes, but quarterbacks hardly target or can even beat him over the top. Okuda could become a matchup-proof all-pro corner during his first contract in the NFL. His NFL Comp Cardinals quarterback Patrick Peterson. Trade. Wow. Yeah, that right there is a big fat trade, isn't it? This yeah. guy's played what 25 games in three years? My strongest memory of Jeff Okuda is Kyler Murray just completely juking him out of his shoes on that, that quarterback sneak into the end zone. You remember that from a couple years ago? Oh yeah. And look, Jeff Okuda may still have a, a really good career. It's still early, to be fair with him, 2020. But this is just kind of to give you some context of, you know, everybody loved Jeff Okuda in 2020. The players that went after him were Andrew Thomas, Tua, and Justin Herbert. Yes. This is where, and this is probably why I wouldn't be a great GM. If I were the Lions, I'd be calling every team that drafted after the Chargers that year that needed a quarterback been like, hey, remember when I tried to trade the number three pick? Had you moved up, you'd have Justin Herbert right now. Yeah. I would just, I, three years later, Boy, I'd bring is, it up. That is a kick in the cradle. Yeah, so that one should to be To say that out loud. Yeah. Jeff Okuda at number three, I'm trading. All right, do you want uh, B or C? 
B, of course. It's just going right in order. All right. So B is the 2011 draft. So we went back a little oh, ways boy. here. First pick, Cam Newton. It's Cam always, Newton! Always seems to be a quarterback. <laughs> um, second pick, Vaughn Miller. Oh, Vaughn Miller. Who Will Anderson is drawing comparisons okay, to. Okay, those are good. Good first two picks. And the third pick is a pro bowler. Marcel Darius. Defensive tackle, Alabama. At 6'3", 320 pounds, Darius is the prototypical build for a defensive tackle prospect. Darius was incredibly durable during his three seasons at Alabama where he did not miss a game due to injury. More powerful than he is quick, Darius can be a bit late off the snap at times and needs to improve his counter moves as a pass rusher. He only recorded four and a half sacks during his final season with Alabama, though he had six and a half his previous season. What Darius can do is stop the run. He has elite awareness, does a great job of finding the football, and pursues hard and fast. Most scouts view Darius as the best defensive tackle in the draft, and he's expected to be in the running for the top two spots overall in the first round. Oh, it's an old draft when Dave Burns had to voice the uh, draft capsules. And you've got Boston, the Boston as the batting. That the is great here. right there. <laughs> what oh. if we just did throwback draft capsules this year and just did nothing but classic <laughs> rock in the background? Okay. Um, you know what I'm going to say? Stay. Boy, that class, too. Let me just read you the top 10 from that top 11 from that class. Okay, I already read you. you. One, two, three was Cam Newton, Von Miller, Marcel Darius. Cam Newton. Then it was A.J. Green. Then it was Patrick Peterson. Wow. Then it was Julio Jones. Wow. Then it was Alden Smith. Okay. Then it was Jake Locker. So Smith. team getting desperate for a quarterback. Yes. Uh, Ty- Tyron Smith, Blaine Gabbert, that. and J.J. Watt. Blaine Gabbert, too. That was, that was the epitome of a quarterback reach draft. Yes. Yep. Right there, those two guys you just mentioned. That was it. All right. Marcel Darius, I'm staying. All right, you'll stay there. Okay. And let's uh, let's go one more draft here, okay? Let's see. The year, well, you don't get to pick it now. You just picked it oh, by process. Oh. I know. Yeah, That's, but yeah. still, okay. I get to say All right. it. Who you, you want, A, do you want B, C? and C. <laughs> I said C. First pick in this draft, Eli Manning. You know who the third pick was? Second pick is uh, Robert Gallery. Third pick, Larry Fitzgerald. Cool. He was the number one player on my board. I think when you look at Larry, 6'3", 225. I had a chance to meet him this year. We were at the Virginia Tech pit game with College Game Day. And I think when you look at Larry Fitzgerald, you see a kid big, and he has that Lynn Swan ability to be that acrobat and have that body control and the work ethic of a Jerry Rice. When you see the ability there, when that ball's in the air, it's his. I think people talk about, hey, he's got to get off the jam. He's got off that press coverage. Yeah, he can work on some things, but he's going to put the time in on the practice field to do it. Boy, was was Mel right on it. Kuiper sounds exactly the he same now, right 19 years it. later. It's so true right there, and that is, what are you going to do? That's, an easy, that's an easy stay right there. If you're going to get a Hall of Famer, one of the best to ever play his position, I don't want the three other picks. Okay, so I'll just stay. This is really hard for me to say. It really <laughs> is, because I want to trade his bud so badly. Um, Coming from Pitt... Basin earnings, have you ever seen the campus of Pitt? Imagine what, what it looks like when you say Pitt and the campus of Pitt. Armpit. Oh boy, here is we what go. it is. 
Yet I'm going to stay. Yet you're going to stay. We're talking about one of the best players in NFL history. <laughs> I'm going to stay begrudgingly. I'm Larry Fitzgerald. He has at least from Pitt. What at least five tackles in training camp tackling you? No, he doesn't. Yeah, there was a stretch there where he would just tackle Wolf on the sidelines no, every year. I, there's video. We all remember it. Um, but look, that's that's the perfect example, and it's not a quarterback, of you could get a truly generational talent at number three. You absolutely could. So it's going to come back ultimately to what you've been saying all along. Do they feel like Will Anderson is somebody you have to. to have? That's what it comes down to right now, man. Um, the fact that Anthony Richardson blew it up is nothing but good for the Arizona Cardinals. It is. Especially when the Colts are at number four. <laughs> yeah, that helps. What if they love themselves? Some Anthony Richardson. What if they have fallen in love? They're mesmerized like a snake. Um, <laughs> All of these drafts that we look at, every draft seemingly you can find where somebody reached on a quarterback like you mentioned jake locker in the 2011 draft yes and these aren't even ones that we're doing today where they were teams traded up it's just somebody some team looks at the board and they're like yeah these four guys are better but i need a quarterback all it takes is one it just takes one and that right now is looking really really good that anthony richardson had the kind of combine that he did let's hope they forget about the tape and look at the shorts <laughs> and, and the completion percentage. But look, you know that Bryce Young and CJ Stroud are almost certainly going to go one, two in whatever order if the Bears trade the pick. So you're you're either going to get Will Anderson or you're going to be able to make a trade if if somehow one of those two guys drops. I think you're right um, because right. of Anthony Richardson. Well, that would make things real interesting. Yeah. 